Megan Fun of Sports is presented for the people by Caesar Sportsbook, the greatest sports betting app of all time. Download it. You must be 21 or older. Hello, everybody, and welcome on into this week's edition of Megan Fun of Sports. As always, I am Megan Connolly, joined by Megan Gailey. Megan, how was your Thanksgiving? It was lovely. Conrad ate five pieces of bread and threw them all on the ground, and then I picked them up and put them in a waiter's hand, and I said I give thanks for my family. You put the baby in the waiter's hand or the no. bread in no, the No, I was like, hand. can I throw this out? You know, I had like soggy. I, I, I went underneath him because, I, have you ever worked at a restaurant, Megan? Uh, yes, I have. I have. Okay. So sometimes people bring babies in, toddlers in, kids in, and beneath the table just gets trashed. And yes. we've all seen it. It's fine. If you want to tip 30 to 40%, go ahead. I'm going to tip 30% and also clean it up because I just don't want to be the mom who is leaving drooled on bread beneath the table. That's just me. That is very so, considerate. So I thought it was a situation of you were just like, here, take my no, child. I'm thankful. No, but no. I'm glad that you didn't give him up. So that's no, off no, to no, a good no. start. No, 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 I love him. No, and he made so many friends. Everyone oh, at the restaurant loved him. Um, I fed him a bottle while drinking a glass of Prosecco. We had a great time. Good. I'm so glad to hear that. Um, it was a football-filled Thanksgiving, big ratings day, big ratings day um, for the NFL. So, um, you know, they needed that. So happy for them. And um, I think, should we should we, should we just dive right in? Are we diving in today? Let's do it. Let's okay. Do it. Um, there's a lot of news and stuff to get to, but we will start as we always start with our morons of the week. Megan, would you like to go first? Ooh, yeah. So my moron of the week, and it honestly goes beyond moronic. It's it's like disrespectful. It's disgusting. Is Dan Snyder and the, I mean mostly just Dan Snyder because it's a trickle down. I don't I don't know who else was involved in this process outside of him with the commanders, but there was a quote unquote. We'll just call it some sort of tribute that was to be released for Sean Taylor mm-hmm. on the 15th anniversary of his murder. Devastating. It's, it still is like just one of those gut-wrenching stories even this far after. And Snyder did it so half so bad. I'm sure you guys have seen the pictures now of what is being called just like a mannequin. It looked like a display. It was supposed to be a statue, correct? Yeah, I don't know if they ever said it was going to be a statue. I honestly think it's Dan Snyder being like, oh, I have bad press. I'm going to... I'm going to just wheel out something for Sean Taylor and that will distract from me. Like, I'll look over here. But what he continues to fail to realize, because I think he's a sociopath that lacks empathy, is that he has family. And to do these types of stunts is so hurtful and disrespectful to the legacy of the team, the legacy. You're not going to turn Sean Taylor's legacy, but you're going to hurt the people that loved him that are still alive when you bring them to just see this like mockery you've made. So truly embarrassing. And it's like, it's not the make a statue. I don't understand yes. it. Like, yes, just do that make a for statue. Him. I was that, watching that Sunday night football. So bare and they, minimum. 
Yeah, I was watching Sunday Night Football, and they cut to the Rocky statue, and Rocky wasn't even a real person, and he has a statue in Philadelphia. I mean, it's absurd. They messed up with Sean Taylor last year and the tribute to them, and then a year later, when they have an opportunity to make good, if you will, I know they can never make good, but they screw it up again. So, um, yeah, yeah, Dan Snyder, big time moron. And and the Commanders are sitting at 7-5, and five, which we'll get more into later. And I think they are playing well to spite their owner. To be like, somebody buy us. We hate this man so much, we're going to win with Taylor Heineke. That's how much we want Jeff Bezos and Jay-Z to buy us. Because we and they're actually kind of a twerp. fun team. Like, oh, I kind of like I watching them, them. I find them so enjoyable, and they beat the Colts. Um, so that is that is my moron. Yeah, I was going to say we could dedicate this segment to Dan Snyder, but I don't want to dedicate anything to Dan Snyder. Yeah, the Dan Snyder um, moron, moron of, the, of week. the week. Yeah, sponsored. Okay, Megan, who is your moron? Um, my moron of the week is Odell Beckham Jr. If you guys saw on Sunday, he was trending on Twitter after being escorted off of a plane because he was in and out of consciousness. Apparently, he was also farting and he was not responding to the flight attendants and the staff that was on the plane. Um, he was taken off the plane. The video leaked of him walking out. And I just want to say we all know what happened here, Odell. We all know as a frequent tra- travel. I know um, he took an edible and he took a little bit too much of an edible and the staff must have caught on to it and he unfortunately had to be removed from the plane. Odell, Odell, come on. We've all been there. Um, We've all taken a little too much uh, before boarding a long cross-country flight and uh, you just, you got to figure out the dosage. You got to figure out those dosages and if it doesn't hit don't take another one. This is a rookie mistake, but Odell, we've all been there. Unfortunately, yeah. you are the moron of the week. When they said in and out of consciousness, I was like, that's that's how I am on a plane, edible or not. Like, I, you are in and out of consciousness. Like, you, like, wake up. Have, have you ever... CJ took a video of me the last time we flew, and I'm like this. Like, my mouth is wide open, no mask on. Even though I was like, I'm always wearing a mask on the plane for the rest of my life. And then I was like, oh, I don't have a mask. <sighs> like, you could have thrown an entire Subway sandwich in my mouth. So I I feel like I relate too much to Odell in this instance to make him a moron. I also, you've seen me on a plane with my eye mask and my yeah. hood up and my blanket. Yeah. I'm really trained professional on this now. But I also am in and out of consciousness, edible or not. Most of the time it is because of the edible. But I always wake up as soon as a snack cart goes past me, which is the worst time to wake up. Because then you look at them like, come back, please. Yeah, I need yeah, my yeah. once they're past cookie. you, they don't want to come back. No, so they ain't coming back. I say hashtag justice for Odell. I'm on his side. Okay, I am Eddie. also on his side, but it is, you got to figure out the dose before you yeah. go on the plane. And also, take the edible once you're in your seat. Okay. I, but what if the flight's only an hour? Well, then you don't take the edible. It's, it's a little too risky. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Let's bring Eddie in. Eddie, I my thoughts have been with you. Um, and so I'm happy to see you. I hope you're doing okay. And and I, I, I'm interested to hear who your, mor- your moron is. I'll say that. Mm. 
Well, thank you, Megan. Uh, I'm glad to be recording with you guys, too. And I uh, appreciate you looking out. My moron, this one's pretty funny in a very 2022 sort of um, relation to this, because this is something that wouldn't have happened years ago. But uh, I'm sure you guys saw Auburn uh, hiring their now fifth head coach, counting interims, their fifth head coach since 2020. Uh, and they're hiring Hugh Freeze, who used to coach in the SEC for Ole Miss and was fired and they had a bunch of NCAA sanctions. Auburn had their fair share of problems as well. Uh, for some reason, they're both getting my moron because they both think this is a good union, which I don't think mm-hmm. it is. It just shows you the pressure of how much you have to win uh, in the SEC to beat Nick Saban, to beat Georgia, I guess now to beat LSU as well. Um, so they're hiring him because Hugh Freeze does win. He has won uh, as recently as being at Liberty. But the funniest part about this is that he's such a volatile person that Auburn, when they gave him the contract, they said they have to take control of his social media because his social media accounts have gotten him trouble in in the past. So he's now relinquished the ownership of his Twitter accounts to the University of Auburn. And that, to me, is just the chef's kiss on what could be an all-time disastrous hire for their fifth coach in three years. How embarrassing as a grown man. And and listen, I'm... a psycho too but it's like there's no sal has never been like megan give me the password like if your employer is needing to be in control i think that's the sign to log off to go you know what alan you win i'm out of here i like like that you call them alan (laughs) what is it elon alan we're gonna call him alan alan ellen alan you're a hugh freeze you're a I love Hugh Freeze because yesterday when I saw he was in the news, just for old time's sake, I pulled up the clip of when he watched Liberty play from the coach's booth on a hospital bed and called the plays from there and gave an interview with ESPN. He's out of his mind, completely out of his mind. Also a devout Christian. I did a deep dive on his. They always are. They always, they always are. Yeah, they have to be. In the SEC, you have to be a devout Christian. And there was a quote about when he got in trouble at Ole Miss for bringing in escort women on a recruiting visit that it was an embarrassment to the evangelical Christian community. So um, good on Auburn and uh, best of luck to Hugh Freeze. There would not be sex workers if it wasn't for the evangelical Christian community. (laughs) So let's just get that on record. Okay. Okay, Um, so brighter news. We will move on to our Menches of the Week. Megan Gailey, go ahead. Megan, I am fired up. Okay, so last (laughs) night I went to see Lakers versus Pacers. It took me 15 minutes to get down there. I ate a crispy rice and spicy tuna at Katsuya before going in. I get in. The seats are fun. I'm with two of my former coworkers. They did ask about Eddie, and they were happy to hear he's doing well. Um, Now, they asked about him in a way because they're, they're interested in Eddie. They used to work with him. Oh, see, I thought they thought Eddie was a looker. No, they used to work with him. Um, And I said, Eddie's doing great. I love Eddie. And they said, Eddie's a great guy. I'm just setting up what a great night I had. Um, And oh my gosh, when I pulled into the parking garage, I parked right next to a car, same exact car as me. A guy gets out. He's wearing a Steelers jersey and a Dodgers hat. Now I'm in a Colts (laughs) Pacers t-shirt with a Pacers jacket. And it's these four Lakers fans. And so they they go, Indiana. And I'm like, I don't know. You know, a strange 
stranger? Ooh, a pack full of strangers? Mama is excited. Even in a parking garage, I go, listen, I'm willing to put my life on the line to talk to this man who has a tall boy Modelo that he got out of the car with. So I'm chatting with them. And this guy goes, are you from Indiana? And I said, yeah. And he goes, ooh, I didn't know they made them like you there. Oh, Love that. baby. Thank you. Thank that you. That made your so- month, huh? Absolutely. And I, and I wanted to say they don't. They really actually don't. That's why, you know, prom queen. So I go into the game. The Pacers, they're struggling the whole game. The Lakers get every single call. Rick Carlisle, Rick Carlisle gets teed up. The Lakers are up 17. And my Indiana Pacers, they come back and hit a walk-off buzzer beater three as time expires. And the crowd got sad. They were very upset. (laughs) And I was so happy. I shot out of my seat. Mathurin, our, our rookie, who said when he got drafted, LeBron has to play me outscored LeBron. He had 23 points. This Lakers team, they're so fun. The freaking GM stored in the court. And at halftime, maybe it wasn't halftime, but around halftime, a Lakers fan, Jamie, hit the half court shot and won $75,000. AD hugged him. And in good news too, you know who played great? Russell Westbrook. I was right. So Russ played great. The Pacers win. The Pacers are sitting at 12 and 8, fourth in the East. And when God closes a Colts, he opens a Pacers. I said, horseshoe, what? Vroom, 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 boom, baby. Wow. You, if people weren't awake before they were listening, they are certainly awake now. We are Uh, all vroom, vroom, booming with the Pacers. How is my guy Tyrese Halliburton? Tyrese, I love him. He's an angel. And, oh my gosh, I was standing out in the corridor at halftime and a a man comes up, Ted. Shout out, Ted. I don't know how Ted follows me, but Ted walks up and he goes, I am a huge fan. Like, Megan, there's nothing better than this. I'm standing with three men and a man I don't know in head-to-toe pacers. He said, I'm a huge fan. And I'm so not famous or, mm-hmm. I mean, like, not even, I'm not even on the ladder to get up to famous. Like, I'm down below famous. I then walked up, found Ted again and go, do you want a photo? Like, Ted didn't ask me for a photo. I asked Ted if he wanted a photo with me. <laughs> Oh, it was a night. It was a night. And then I got home in 20 minutes. Oh, and I walked in. So CJ, my beloved husband, loves the Lakers, stayed at home so he could watch Conrad so I could go to the game. So sweet of him. I walk home. He's got a pint of ice cream. Like, he's going through a breakup. He's watching Robert Ori on the TV just shake his head. And I said, this feels good. This feels right. I'm so happy that your night not only began perfect, but had the perfect ending. And you got to see a good game. I know you support the Lakers, so you wouldn't yeah, I have do. been I upset do. if the Lakers had won. But this was the cherry on top for your trip to Crypto.com. I'm very happy for you. That's great. Oh, it really, it really was amazing. Sorry, I know I really uh, took over my menches, but I love them all. The Simons, they're my menches. Those are owners. Please spend the money. Okay, um, Megan, give us your mensch. My mensch of the week is Big Hat Boy, our our love, our beloved Big Hat Boy of the podcast, our Big Hat Boy of the NFL, running back, rookie running back from the Washington Commanders, Brian Robinson, who sported a 
giant tact in his mm-hmm. post-game press conference. I thought this was photoshopped when I saw this. I was like, there's no way. They definitely just photoshopped this large hat. Turns out that his friend has a hat company, a big hat mm-hmm. company, and he told everybody that if they need this big hat, they can cert- he can certainly hook them up. Um, I, As soon as I saw this, I said, this needs to become a trend. I need to see everybody wearing these big hats. And it's already started because last Oh, I'd night, seen them uh, before this hat. I'd seen fans in them before. had... I had, I had, I'd seen oh. them um, at a, at the Raiders game, and I, I, yeah, I didn't know where they, I didn't know if it was some sort of, like, make a wish, where, like, you needed to be ill to get a big hat, because they seem no. so special. No, you can just buy your own hat for $75 right now, and Christmas, I mean, the holidays, not even, if you don't celebrate Christmas, that's fine, you could still, for the holiday um, season, Purchase someone a Noggin Boss hat for $75. You can customize them. You can put the Megan Fun of Sports logo on it. That's what I want on my Noggin hat. Um, They have number one dad. They have best boss ever. They have a little Irish shamrock for Eddie. So, Eddie, Eddie, that that could be your Christmas gift. I don't know. I don't want to give anything away yet. But um, this is a trend, and I am attributing it all to running back Brian Robinson. So, he is my mention of the week. We're going to see these on the runway in Milan um, for Fashion Week, the noggins, a commander's hat. Um, okay, Eddie, tell us tell us your mensch. My mensch of the week is something that we all texted about, and it's, it's sports adjacent because this fan and his uh, new girlfriend were attending a basketball game, uh, uh, you know, just like you were, Megan. But it's Pete Davidson, who was courtside at the mm, New York Knicks game uh-huh. with... Emily Rajakowski, his new girlfriend on the laundry list. This guy's putting up like Derek Jeter type numbers in his heyday of like the best of the best, the cream of the crop. Um, and, you know, they're at the Knicks game together. I'm not even sure if the Knicks won or lost that game. They've been struggling as of late. Does it um, matter? But it does no. not matter in the least. And uh, I made the joke that uh, Emily dressed up like uh, what girls from Staten Island wear. But at yeah. this point, Pete Davidson, I'm not <laughs> one of those guys who's upset with him or mad at him or Good. jealous of him. It's just like, you know, he's from Staten Island. So I feel like in solidarity, I have to be like, you know, tip of the cap salute Absolutely. him he, yeah. he is uh he's kicking tail and taking aim so good for you pete davidson uh going to the next game showing off your your new girlfriend it's amazing he thousand. breaks up with he breaks up you know kim and him they end i don't know who broke mm-hmm. up with who it doesn't really matter and you kind of think what's next for this guy he can't really climb the mountain any higher and he just did with emma yeah i mean yeah j- Tom Brady, watch out, because he just might be coming for Giselle. I ain't even kidding this time. And I've seen um, Dion Warwick tweet, I got next. Um, so, you know, yeah, ladies are getting into it. Eddie, I love that you're not one of those men. The thing is, Pete Davidson, that's not necessarily my type. But when I see men be like, how is this possible? It's like, maybe he's nice to women. Did you exactly. ever think about that? Exactly. Did you ever think he listens to their stories yeah, and from- remembers what they like? From uh, everything we've seen or read, uh, you know, he uh, obviously goes back to Staten Island a lot and makes sure this his mom, obviously he lost his dad 9-11 and then making sure that his family has a house to live in. And so he just seems like an OK guy. I know he's, you know, mixed in with some crowds. I know people aren't a fan of the, the Kardashian family, but um, from all accounts, he seems to be an A-plus guy, obviously with a good sense of humor. So it, you, more men should be rooting each other on and being like, good for yes. you, guy who yeah. is not traditionally good looking to pull off a supermodel like you should be like that it, it's if he could do it may, well not really all of us because he's probably rich and famous but you know you there's a little bit of hope 
Yeah. The reality is, and I've said this before, and I will say it to my dying day, every woman is hotter than every man they're with. Of course. Unless something crazy happens. Unless Jimmy, if, unless you're with Jimmy Garoppolo, then you are not hotter. So it's like, to hate on Pete Davidson is to hold a mirror to yourself and hate on yourself. Because I guarantee you're waking up to a gal who looks better than you deserve. Okay. Oh boy. Um, Megan... I need, you can gloat. This is, I'm giving you the stage. Okay, um, so every week for Extra Points, we, we do our little pick em. we tweet out the graphic. Um, Megan and I have been really um, in a in a back and forth fight here, dodging I punches. Think, I and, think of us um, as teammates. I think of us as teammates. You think of us as opposition. So that's, you know, just sort of a different way we approach our friendship in this show. But yeah, keep going. Okay, um, well, if you beat me, it would be interesting to see if you still thought of us as teammates or... Yeah, I, you know. no, I go, I'd put the ladder down. I'm that type of feminist. I'm not pulling the ladder up. I'm putting the ladder down and saying, come with me, girl. We're riding to the top together. <laughs> All right, well, you got a little torn on this whole thing here. Now it makes me look like the heel, but no, that's fine. I'll, I'll just own it. Um, so this podcast has been doing very bad. The worst oh. out of... Every podcast, except for Eddie and Jen's podcast, um, for this Pick'em contest, we had yep. nine of 12 staff members above 500, which is very, very good for a podcast for a staff. So congrats to Extra Points. Um, this week, Ooh. I made it my goal to beat Megan. Yeah. And Megan was the biggest loser of the week. Yeah. You only yeah. picked two correct. Yeah. Two of 10 games Ooh. correct. Um, and when I looked at our graphic and I looked at our picks, I said either I'm going to be really happy this week or Megan's going to be really happy this week because it's not going both ways. Um, I had a solid week and I am officially above 500. So extra points has 10 of 12 staff members above 500 and the only two below 500 are you and Eddie. Well, also okay, Jen. So, well, so I, I messed it up a little bit. You, Eddie, and, and Jen are below 500. So it looks and like I'm carrying the weight for the podcast. Yeah, I, I, I got to own the cell. I would have been better off just letting Conrad bang on my computer. Two mm -hmm. and ten is dark. It's like I've never watched football before. And I think the reality is I end up picking with my heart mm -hmm. and not my head. And a lot of those picks... Like, I, I've, I've had to pick against the Browns every single game this year. Mm -hmm. And that is because of Deshaun Watson, who is returning to the NFL this week after his suspension for 25 sexual misconduct. Um, I believe actually it went up to like 26 or 27. And a story came out earlier that Megan shared with us that... 10 of the accusers are going to be at the game on Sunday where he is starting. And, and I don't know, I don't know the situation. I don't know how this was decided. I just see it being tweeted out, shared, and, and on social media. And I would say 95 to 99% of the comments are, why would they do this? Why would these women want to go watch this man? And the reality is, if you are not one of those women, you have no bearing on what they do or how they respond to any of this. And the Deshaun Watson stuff confined to itself and what he did is, I think, really disgusting and upsetting and 
bad. What makes it even worse is everyone's reaction to it. And that is the justice system, which we all know is flawed and continues to be flawed. So we're going to have to chalk that up as a big old L on the government. And the NFL's reaction to it, the Browns organization has been disgusting. And then the fans. I am so just bothered and without words almost, when I see these jerseys that they think are funny, none of this is funny. None of this is trivial. These are real people who have been traumatized and their trauma and the way they decide to go through it, assuming that them going to this game is their decision and, and not something else, it, you don't need to comment on it. And if you have a negative comment to say about it, you're a piece of and you can bleep me out on that. You're a disgusting human being. I am someone I have been not sexually assaulted. Well, no, I probably have before, you know, going down the going down the new definition. I've been physically assaulted by a coworker. And I still follow this person because I want to know where they are so I don't go there. You would look it up and go, why does she still follow him? Because that's why. And this is someone that I did not press charges against and that I did not take out a restraining order against. You hear that? Why? Why wouldn't you go to the police? Because I did not want them to be notified of it and get more upset and then assault me again. And so I don't need to I don't need to explain that, but I'm just giving that as an example of the outside looking in, there's going to be decisions people make that don't make sense to you, and you don't need to put your two cents in, especially if you're a man. And just because he has not been found guilty in a court of law does not mean this happened. And I would advise the men listening to this, and I know that you are the good one, so I'm preaching to the choir, that if you're going to say anything at all this week, let it be in support of women and women's voices. Very well said. We're going to step aside for a quick break, and when we come back, we will talk all things NFL. Your first bet with Caesar Sportsbook and Casino, it's on Caesars, up to $1,250. Download the app with promo code C-Z-R-F-U-L-L and place your first bet. If you win, congrats. If you don't, you'll get it all back as a free bet. The first bet also gives you 1,000 tier credits and 1,000 rewards credits, putting you closer to the types of perks only Caesars can offer. Free stays, game tickets, experiences, and more. And because Caesar plays by the role, here comes a lengthy, responsible gaming disclaimer. Must be 21 plus. Must be physically present in Arizona, Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, Kansas, Louisiana, Maryland, Michigan, Nevada, New Jersey, New York, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming, or Washington, D.C. Sports betting is void in Georgia, Hawaii, Ohio, Utah, and other states where prohibited. Know when to stop before you start. Gambling problem? Illinois, Maryland, New Jersey, Virginia, West Virginia, in Pennsylvania, affiliated with Harris, Philadelphia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, crisis counseling and referral services can be accessed by calling 1-800-GAMBLER, 1-800-426-2537. Or in Maryland, visit mdgamblinghelp.org. Or West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. In Arizona, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. Colorado, D.C., Nevada, Wyoming, Kansas, affiliated with Kansas Crossing Casino, call 1-800-522-4700. In Indiana, call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. In Iowa, call 1-800-BETS-OFF. In Louisiana, call 1-877-770-STOP. 
In Michigan, call 1-800-270-7117. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY to 467-369. In Tennessee, call or text Tennessee Redline at 1-800-889-9789. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Okay, everybody, we are back. Megan, I actually was going to ask you where you were um, this week because somebody vandalized the Browns field and I thought it was not me. The thing is, I love Cleveland. I love Cleveland. Like, I truly. It's okay. I wouldn't tell anybody if you did. I mean, no, 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 no. I didn't. I'm not going to vandalize Baker Mayfield's house. (laughs) Um, Is he selling it? What's going on? Is it on a rental? No, I did not. I don't really have vandal in me. Oh, I don't think I've told you and Eddie yet. Uh-oh. CJ and I, CJ and I are at full blown war, war with coyotes. Ooh. We have the number one coyote hotspot in Los Angeles. Is our backyard? Your yeah. your particular backyard. My particular backyard is Studio Fifty Four for coyotes, and the, oh, they're here. And CJ bought over. worth of sensors, lights, um, wolf urine pellets to try and get them to not come. And they basically saw all of that and goes, Ooh, fun. Someone put up some lights for us. You're kidding. They're eating our fruit. They're pooping in our lawn. I, and the thing is, what does one do for this? Like, do you have to call an exterminator? Do you call animal control? Nope. This is because this is their, their wild animals. This is their, this is where they live. And the thing is, I say, I have an open door policy. Coyotes come one, come all between the hours of midnight and 5 a.m. You, you can literally, I'll set up a disco ball. I'll get, I'll get coyote blow up dolls for you to make out with whatever coyote stuff you want to do. I say, Ooh, but I don't want you eating my baby, and I don't want you scaring me. And you're doing both of those. Well, you're not eating my baby. Absolutely not. Yeah. But you are scaring me. Oh, my gosh. I would be terrified. So they're, they're vandalizing my yard. They're, they're vandalizing my yard. We should get them in a bus and take them all to Cleveland. Absolutely. Bus them yeah, out of here. Yeah, yes. Them get them on let's, a bus. Let's do that. Get them on a um, bus like they're unsavory characters in a Super Bowl city. Um, okay. 
We got to get to the NFL. So last I'm night, sorry. your team was on Monday Night Football. It was a good game. They were playing the team you hate the most, which is the Pittsburgh Steelers. And um, a lot of controversy because Jeff Saturday, the Colts head coach, there was a lot of controversy around his hire, didn't really execute his timeouts in the way that they should be used. Yeah. And it essentially led to your Colts losing to the Steelers. Yep. As a, I, I, and, and that's like, that's going to happen. You know, like yeah. you just go, yep, Jimmy, you got to take that one on the chin, bud. I do want to say, though, whether you're Jeff Saturday or not, the amount of NFL coaches that mess this kind of thing up is through the roof. So I'm not Hackett. sure if this is really a Jeff Saturday problem. Like, was anybody on the staff paying attention? Anybody could have said, hey, excuse me, um, we're calling timeout here. Anybody. Yeah. Yeah, so now now the Colts sit at 4-7. and seven. I, I, Like, th- we're, we're at week 13, so we're seeing these graphics of... 4-7-1. and one. Thank you. You're right. Four, seven, and one. Um, how could we forget? And <laughs> we're seeing these graphics of how the playoffs are are, are shaking, are, are potentially shaking down. Um, so and and in the hunt and on the bubble, it's and, the and playoff all bracket yeah. um, season yeah, yeah, yeah. here. Anytime you turn on your TV, you're gonna get that in the hunt, and you're gonna get this yep. is moving here, and this team is moving here, and then we're gonna have the the Kornacki impersonation where they try uh, to make it like an election and it's really not an election but it no. is in the hunt season in the NFL the Chargers are in the hunt the Patriots yep. at six and five are also in the hunt and your Colts are technically in the hunt but Megan you you don't let's, think they're, they're yeah hunted let's right put, now let's put down the rifle hunting season's over um for the Colts and I think we just we just back it up. But there is, there's nothing better for the Pacers than the Colts being bad. I will say that. So uh, right now, it looks like, you know, if if the AFC playoffs were to begin today, Chiefs, Dolphins, Titans, Ravens, Bills, Bengals, Jets. This is crazy wow. because there could potentially be three AFC East teams in the playoffs, which is obviously the division that my team plays for. Um, it's... This is this is wild. I mean, the Jets sitting at seven and four. This is not a very good Jets team. They do have a lot of really good young players, but a team that won this weekend with Mike White. And when I was going through my picks, I said there's no way that the Jets are going to win with Mike White. But in the year of 2022, this is what happens in the NFL. The Colts hire Jeff Saturday. What do the Colts do? They win. The Jets put in Mike White. What do the Jets do? They win. It's like whenever something that you think would completely dismantle a team happens, they somehow yeah. find a way to win. And it's mind-boggling. It's opposite that- year. It's opposite year. I think so. Um, looking at and this, he played list, great. Though, Mike White played great. It wasn't just like they won despite him; like they won kind of because of him. And their defense is good, mm-hmm. but uh, he did play better than Zach Wilson. Definitely. And after what De- Zach Wilson had said, you have to step in if you're Robert Sala and say this mm-hmm. is not the guy who's going to leave our team. But I would be okay with him stepping mm-hmm. in anyway. Yeah, step in, baby. <laughs> step in. <laughs> um, so, Megan, looking at these AFC teams, uh, it's it's teams above 500. Like, mm-hmm. uh, it, you know, every year I think they say, you're going to need 10 wins to get in. You're going to need, like, who the Patriots are, as of now, on the outside looking in. 
Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm assuming you want them to get in. But that means who would you like out at this point then? Because for them to get in, someone else got to get out. I think the two easiest teams to get out are actually the Jets and the Ravens. The Ravens mm. have looked very fraudulent. Um, Lost to the Jags this week. Yeah. Yes. And, I mean, we got to tip our our big Brian Robinson cap. Our noggin. Our noggin to, um, to their kicker, Justin Tucker, who just barely missed a 67-yard field goal. Honestly, Crazy. watching on the broadcast, I thought he hit it. I completely thought he hit it. But they, they've been very underwhelming and a streaky team, a team that seems to level out to their competition, which I don't think is ever a good sign. The Bengals look like a team that is peaking at the right time. So I think the yes. Bengals take over the North over the Ravens. And if the Patriots want to get in, they got to look at that Jets and Ravens wild card spot. But it doesn't really get easy for the Patriots. They're on Thursday Night Football this week against the Bills, and then they play the Bengals. I mean, they have, they have a tough couple weeks coming coming up here. But ultimately, if I'm being honest and I love this Patriots team, they don't look like a playoff team to me. Okay. So you obviously want them in, but you would understand if they're not invited. You know, they're sort of like yes. a, a, a B of a, a B lister for your wedding. Like, it's like, listen, if four cousins can't come, I'll invite the Patriots. But if they can't come, that's okay too. Well, it's tough. Cause I mean, I would invite Belichick to my wedding in a second. You should have. I bet he would have sent a present. I wonder if I'll get a Christmas card this year. I've moved so many times. I don't know if it will yeah. find its way I, to just me. E- just email him your address. Okay. Um, yeah. just okay. Unrequested. Just send him, a, send him a little note. Yeah. Moving okay. over to the NFC, and I know this will be uh, of interest to Eddie. The Giants, as of today, they're in. Now all of this can change. It, the NFC, there's, there's going to be teams, even looking at this, this Bucks team, there, there may be teams under 500 that make the playoffs from the NFC. Mm-hmm. And that is stinky. And because the reality is they may go in and actually do well. Like the Bucks have looked bad all season. Mm-hmm. And you still, you got one game to win and you have the greatest quarterback of all time. Those aren't terrible odds to take. I agree with that. Um, although... Their receivers seem a little disengaged, if that's the right word. I mean, but when have they been engaged? Like they're just not good. This is true. Um, They've had a lot of injuries too. Their defense is good, though. This Cowboys team looks promising. The Eagles look very good. The Vikings are frauds. The Forty Niners, in my opinion, are the team you really got to watch out for. Because again, like I said, with the Bengals. Yes, the Vikings yeah. are in, no question, but, I mean, they could be a first-round exit. You just think they're not. And and this is something that, like, as a, as a team, rooting for a team that is, is, as of recent, been on the bubble, you go, okay, so let's say your team gets in, and then what? Like, mm-hmm. is it really that fun to watch your team lose in the first round? No. You get to have a Sunday where you make some buffalo chicken dip and invite some friends over, and then you're sad in front of them? Like, you want to be... You want to be rooting for a team that you think can make it deep into the playoffs. And so, yeah, you see the Vikings at nine and two and you go, is that possible? Are they going to be able to go on the road and be in inclement weather and and do that? I think 
Now, the the Seahawks lost this past weekend to the Raiders, who had another overtime game. It, mm-hmm. It's really, ooh, it takes them a lot of time. And I was happy for Derek Carr. I really, I, I enjoy him. I, it, it defies reason, but I do. I do think he the Seahawks... He could be a quarterback that, next year. You never know. And I don't enjoy him that much. No, thank well, you. I mean, um, he's going to be somewhere that's not Vegas. I want Jacoby Brissett. I go, bring it back to zero. Oh, I'd rather have Carr than Brissett. I, okay, well, we're different. Um, I want to go. I, no, I want to go back to 2019 and have that Jacoby Brissett. That's what I would like to do. I would like to get in a time traveling machine, get all of our picks back that we gave up for Carson Wentz and Matt. I, I can't even and and have Jacoby Brissett. But I think this Seahawks team—they're fun, mm-hmm. and they have Pete Carroll, and and Gino is a joy. That like I'd like to see them get in. I'd also love see the commanders make it to the playoffs i would I really love to see it too i i really would like it and 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 so that's uh, but the nfc is yeah i i think i th- i am with you that the 49ers are a team to to watch they seem to be sort of clicking and peaking in the same way that the Bengals are of like there's yes. been some struggles but they're going to be the Bengals are going to be getting pieces back and and if the offensive line can hold up fun now the question is for eddie if the giants can hang on because things are about to get more difficult and they have a lot of injuries so is this a team that um teeters out and eddie's just miserable for the rest of the season or is this a team that has a little playoff push in them now eddie needs the indianapolis colts to beat the cowboys on sunday night football am i wrong eddie well, I think the number one thing is the Giants, their schedule kind of works in their favor because if they take care of business versus the commanders in both games, that, that pretty much locks it up. You mentioned your Colts. Uh, the Giants do have the Colts on their on their schedule, and I think you can kind of tell from Jeff Shatter not calling those timeouts. Like, they're just trying to tank, um, which is great news for are the Giants. They? You think they I, are? Oh, absolutely. That's you think exactly that was purposeful? Doing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <gasps> Interesting. Yeah. I That's, thought it was like incompetence. You think? No, it was no, no. I mean, in... I, you, even I, as a head coach, and uh, I would know that I. Eddie had is a head coach. Left. Eddie he is has, a head he coach. Has, and a former player. There's, there, there's people in his ear. He has players, assistant coaches, being like, "Use time." Like their their game plan. That's the way to tank in the NFL without actually tanking. It doesn't look obvious, but it's exactly. Is it? He did what they needed to. His first game, they won, and then it's like, "Oh, he could do this," and then they they're tanking. So my point is, um, the schedule works in the Giants' favor that they can t- if they control their own destiny if they beat the Commanders twice. Um, I. I do like the Giants in this upcoming game, and I think for their next matchup with the Commanders, the Giants will be even a little bit more healthy, which is a good thing. And kudos to even uh, Saquon and Daniel Jones for you know fighting through all these injuries and keeping this team in the game. They were leading the Cowboys at halftime. But they have the Colts January 1st, New Year's Day. I think they're going to beat the Colts. And then the best thing that could possibly happen to them is that they get the Eagles January 8th. And while that matchup seems like, obviously, the Eagles should win that matchup on paper, the Eagles aren't going to play their starters in January 8th. So those those are pretty much two wins you could add to the Giants, which actually helps them in this race. So if you want to place a bet, the Giants to make the playoffs, I I think the schedule does actually help them. I am worried about those two Commanders games because you know division games are always... Yeah, I think it's a split, unfortunately. I, I, I am a little concerned that they still have 
too. If they had already played the Commanders this season, I would feel much better about it. But, I mean, value-wise, Eddie, I'm going to look up the odds for that. I, I think I might put that bet in Giants to make the playoffs. Um, a couple other things around the NFL. Aaron Rodgers left the game on Sunday Night Football and was replaced by Jordan Love. I watched Aaron Rodgers' press conference after this game. He was typical Aaron Rodgers, but I did notice he was wearing some weird cross type of thing around his neck. Um, maybe fashion. maybe that has to do with the girlfriend and the mushrooms or the ayahuasca. He wears like weird like Amazon yoga teacher hoodie. I don't know. He, he bad bad fashion. Bad Jordan fashion. Love looked really promising, and it got me mm-hmm. wondering. Now Rogers, I mean he honestly he and uh, Matt Stafford, they're probably inching towards the point where they're like, do we play the rest of the season? Now, obviously, the Packers, they're stuck with Rodgers. They have to play him. So do you get some Jordan Love tape out there so maybe you can get a couple picks back for him or you can put him in a trade and build your roster? What's going on with this Packers team? I don't – I think you keep – I think you keep Jordan Love and you get rid of Rodgers. because can't. It's starting you got to pay him. I mean, he's got this big deal. I know. It's just like stinky fish time. It's like a visitor that's stayed too long. The Colts are going to need a quarterback, you know, so I'm like, I'd rather have Jordan Love, honestly. Jordan Love or Jacoby Brissett? Take your heart out of it, Megan. Oh my God, come on. (laughs) I want Jacoby Brissett. And this is why you're not doing well in the picks, because you're just too emotionally attached. Of course. I am crazy. Um, and, <laughs> and that's why looking at these lines, I'm not even going to, I'm not even going to give a recommendation this week because it's like, it, I, no I'm recommendations, to the point now, none from you. No, it, no. Cause it's like, I'll pick something. And then it's like, you should do the opposite of what I say. Now you're in your you own head the- and this is not a good place to be. I've been there with betting before when you're in your own head and you're, I've been there before on a, like, a multiple-choice test when I'm like, I think it's A, but yeah. I'm always wrong, so it's probably C. And then guess what? It you was talk, A. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm, I, real, I'm really good at multiple-choice choice tests, though. Really good test I took a psychology class in college, and every single question had all of the above and none of the above. Oh, yeah. It was, like, A through J. That is hard. Megan, you give us, give us a pick, and then, and then we'll take a break. Okay, my pick of the week here. I really like the Dolphins. They are three and a half point underdogs against the 49ers. And I know I mentioned that the 49ers um, Mm -hmm. are a team that I really like, but I also really like this Dolphins team. And I think them being um, an underdog by three and a half points, this this is the time to maybe jump on the Dolphins or put the Dolphins in a teaser. I'm really into teasers yeah. these days, in case you guys haven't picked up on it lately. Um, that's what I would like straight up. Please stay tuned to the Mega Lock of the Week. As uh, my biggest fan, Ben Kelly, mentions on Twitter, he's really blown up all my mentions. We are hitting at a 70% rate right now um, on the Mega Lock of the Week. So if you want some easy money, make sure you tune into um, Extra Point Social Media on Thursday. I will release that pick. Okay. Um, thank you. I honestly think you could take the over on that game too. Very high scoring offenses. I know I said I wasn't going to take a pick, but but take it with a great assault. Maybe now you'll take the under. Okay. We're going to take a break and we will be right back with some college football. (laughs) 
Okay, we are back. College football, it's, it's, it's getting exciting and also not getting exciting. Can I take a moment to give some flowers to my Purdue Boilermakers? Defying all odds, I did not even know this was possible. They won the Big Ten West, I think? Um, yes. And we'll be, and we'll be facing Michigan, who whomped on, I'm talking womp, womp, whomped on Ohio State in Columbus to advance to the Big Ten Championship, which will be taking place in Lucas Oil, my hometown. And I think people are going, oh, Michigan, they'll they'll beat Purdue. You don't want to be a ranked team playing Purdue in Indianapolis. I'm, I'm very happy rails. for your Purdue Bowl. I am very happy for your Purdue Boilermakers um, representing the weak side of the conference that my Northwestern Wildcats happen to yeah. be a part of. It's always the stinky exciting side. when the stinkiest you side. <laughs> get a portion of the Big Ten title. We have to celebrate small victories here. And when you're cheering yeah. for teams like Purdue and Northwestern, um, this is this is our... This is our thing. And the good news here, Megan, I don't know if you've figured this out yet. Even if Purdue loses, Michigan is likely going to go to the college football playoff unless yep. chaos ensues. So Purdue, lock it in the Rose Bowl in Pasadena, right down the street from your house. You're going to get to go <gasps> to the think? Rose Bowl play. Yeah, because they're going to be the Big Ten represented. Oh, maybe Ohio State will. Yeah, I'm not really sure. I think that makes more sense. Yeah, it will probably be Ohio State. But it could be... Mm, I don't know what they're going to do with this one. I really want to go to the parade. I'm like yes. 10 minutes from the parade route, and I just don't know if you should bring a baby to a parade. Hmm. TBD, let me know. Toddler DM at a me. parade, great move. All the candy, running around, baby at a parade. Do you have those big headphones? No, but I could borrow some. I'll get him a We're noggin have to get him. and then put the headphones over it. Oh, that would We're going to have to Boil get him because he's definitely going to WrestleMania. So we need Boiler to get frig those headphones. Boiler friggin' up. Okay, so um, whew, USC did beat Notre Dame. Uh, they did beat Notre Dame. Yeah, Eddie was in attendance. Um, so was USC. the blimp. I friggin' love the Goodyear blimp. I once saw the Goodyear blimp parked. I drove by it like on the highway and I got tears in my eyes. Oh, it's, I've never it's a, met somebody who loves the Goodyear blimp. Tell me more about this infatuation. It feels wholesome. It feels Americana. When I see it, I go, something fun is happening. It's it's sporty. I don't know. I tweeted on Saturday, please don't tell me anything bad about it. Like It's like, let me have the Goodyear blimp. Let okay. me have it. Let me have the Oscar Mayer Wienermobile. Like, there's just something novel about them that I go, yes. Mama, mama's on board. I would love to we ride gotta, in it. Yeah, I was going to say, we got to get you on this Goodyear yeah. blimp. So USC is now officially moved up into the playoff picture, and it looks like Caleb Williams could be the front runner now for the Heisman. We mentioned last week on this very show that it was C.J. Stroud's Heisman to lose, and guess what? He lost it on Saturday when they lost to Michigan. Now, this is very good news for me because we are doing an extra points fantasy league where we had a draft where you draft different bets, all oh, no, different types of prop bets, and you place different values on them, and whoever has the most wins at the end and has the most money at the end wins this. Now, I had Caleb Williams to win the Heisman as my pick, so this is very good for me moving forward. However, I just don't feel like USC is a playoff football team. 
I don't know. I, I th- that that crew of men that decides they obviously veer FCC. and Condoleezza Rice. Don't forget, it's a crew of men plus Condi. You're right. Um, they obviously. I I, I I I do see USC getting some sort of like cachet for being USC. Like their name recognition seems to go further than anyone else in the Pac-12, if that makes sense. But they haven't been good in so long. Obviously, they have. But that's a rich why I history. think it's kind of exciting. Yes, I agree with that, and I think for other, you know, for others. But to your point, the college football playoff will be like this is when we can get USC to be back next year. USC is joining the Big Ten. They just had that big TV deal, billions of dollars from Fox, Lincoln Riley. Network. They have a good fan base. I bet they travel well. Like all those things that sort of like matter in college football, they do have those pieces. Now they do need to win the Pac-12 title title game, um, which will be against Utah. Mm-hmm. Um, SEC is, is going to be LSU in versus Georgia. And it's kind of nothing for LSU. I, I mean, I guess it's a bragging If Georgia race. loses, maybe it's yeah. significant, but not really. Right. Georgia's still going to get in, I assume. I, yeah, I, I think so. I, they've had, it, that's where, that's, uh, yeah, it would be a, it would be a bad loss, but they've had such good wins. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the Big 12 title game, Kansas State versus TCU. I think there's a chance that the Big 12 gets left out of the college football playoff picture once again. Yeah, and we hear I think all so. the whiny Big 12 people get upset because... Who are the Big 12 people? They always complain when they don't get in the first year of the college football playoff. Yeah, I mean, TCU didn't get in. And oh my gosh, it was it was like Baylor and TCU. They didn't get in. And um, but when you look at it, I mean, the the suits, if you will, would rather USC get in. Even though. Yeah, absolutely. USC looked good against Notre Dame. But uh, yeah, I do. I guess think what champions- Utah is no cakewalk. Utah is certainly mm-hmm. no cakewalk. So. Championship weekend is fun. Um, so I, I think that Eddie, Eddie is chiming in saying Georgia can probably lose and it won't matter. Mm-hmm. Michigan, probably the same. I don't know. I don't know about Michigan. Um, okay. Now, Megan, there were some news there. What? Megan, there was some news out of Chicago yesterday for your White Sox. I, you don't look Do we happy. have to talk about it? Do we have to talk about it? No, nope. we got to go we don't. there. No, we, we do have to talk about it. It is news, and I am not happy. I am not well. Um, you know, I had a terrible Northwestern season where they had one win throughout the season. It happened to be week one, so I don't know what and happiness then you did lose, is. You, you did lose money on that. Yeah, I did lose a bet on that, and after week one, I thought, you know, the over was really going to hit, so it was really the worst way that you could lose. And yesterday, I get a notification on my phone that Jose Abreu, the White Sox first baseman, one of the best players in Major League Baseball, um, has now signed with the Houston Astros. Now, Jose Abreu has done wonderful things in Chicago. He was the Rookie of the Year. He was the MVP. And unfortunately, he was just on a lot of really, really bad White Sox teams. And this year, he was on a good team, and we all saw how that happened. Tony La Russa screwed things up. This team had a lot of injuries. They couldn't get their crap together. Oh, my God. I, I just had deja vu. 
I know. Like full-blown deja vu. Does that... No, I'm not kidding. Like not just like, oh, you talk about this a lot. Like I had deja vu. It's my life being a White Sox fan. It's very difficult. And so Jose Abreu now is a member of the defending World Series champion Houston Astros. And what did the White Sox get for him? Nothing. This wasn't a trade. This wasn't them dealing him. This was him signing with them for a three-year deal, $20 million a year, to go play for the Houston Astros. And my question to this franchise that I love, this team that I care about, is... If you were going to not offer him enough money to the point where he stayed, why didn't you trade him at the trade deadline last year? Let's at least get something for one of the best players in baseball. But no, 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 the White Sox, we don't do that over here. So I am livid, out of my mind. They have one of the best players in baseball. I can't say that enough times because Jose Abreu is so freaking good. And you just let him walk. Let him walk. For nothing. And now I know the White Sox are a team that doesn't pay. I know they don't open their wallets, but for a player like Jose Abreu, with this roster, the way it is constructed, you have to at least get something for him. Something! I'm sorry, Meg. It's very upsetting. The bright spot was that they also signed Mike Clevenger. He's a pitcher from the Padres. Was in the Cape League when I was in there. And I do think the White Sox need some pitching. But... Johnny Cueto also left with Jose Abreu to go to the Houston Astros, so. Well, your hair looks good. Um, closing, <laughs> it, closing this out, some great college basketball news. My Purdue Boilermakers, can you tell I'm trying to distract myself from what is happening with my NFL team? The Purdue Boilermakers are number five in the country after beating Gonzaga and Duke. Bye, losers. <laughs> I am just very happy that college basketball is back and that Wednesday, tonight, if you are listening to the show live on Wednesday, um, you can tune into Bill Walton on Color Commentary. And nothing makes me happier than falling asleep to crazy old Bill Walton yelling nonsense <laughs> on the broadcast. So please <laughs> listen to that because it is a true joy. He is a national treasure. Sounds like you're sharing a bed with him when you say falling asleep <laughs> with him. Crazy old Bill in the house. Um, okay, Megan, great to see you. To, to get, oh, the U.S. won, so they're advancing. I just, like, it, it does we nothing for me. We don't care. We don't care it about does it nothing. here. Sorry. Um, to, to all of our, our female listeners, I think this week watching the NFL is going to be brutal. I am currently being ratioed out of my mind on an Instagram comment. And guess what? I don't care. Um, so love to all of you. And thank you so much for listening. Eddie, thank you so much, Megan. Always great to see you. And we'll be back next week with my tanking team. Bye everyone.